Cuphead and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you like your Wednesdays. Mine's kind of dreary and I hope you're all doing well. Well, you know, I wanted to talk about making a campaign from bits and pieces. You might call I remember I did an episode of Old Man Grognard on YouTube called Franken Game one time. I don't think it had much to do with what I'm talking about, but it sounds familiar. I have to go back and watch it. But I want to talk about... See, I'm the kind of DM where I come up with my original stuff. I can come up with original stuff, but I... Don't hesitate to take something I think will fit and put it in there and work to make it fit. Let me explain. I call it, well, actually, my friend James Michael Spahn, he dubbed what I do arc welding. It's starting a campaign and welding different things from maybe same game or different editions of the game or different games in there to work with your scenario if you even have one so i've done this in the past i did this with castles and crusades most successfully because i started out the game with something i started out with i think i had keeping the borderlands where they had to go they ended well actually they had to go clean out this tower for this um, mad for this mad scientist gnome inventor and they cleaned it out, but they ended up jumping into the keep in the Borderlands Caves of Chaos. And they had to fight their way out of that. And by the time they cleaned out the tower, by the time they got done, the old man had the old gnome had been kidnapped by pirates. And that led them to the Isle of Dread, where they confronted the pirates and got him back and things like that. And then they started going on another scenario. There was one in between there with orcs, and I think I split that off. See, a lot of my stuff is modular, I feel. A lot of the stuff I either I come up with is modular, so it works better that way. Not that I can't have an overarching story for my game, but I just like doing modular things. It just it just works out that way. And my 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 cattle drive scenario is all built around modular. So that's a good thing. Now, here's how I here's how you go about it. Here's how I go about it. If you want to arc weld other things into things, because like this astonishing swordsman game, yeah, I ran three modules, but after that, I went out on my own and I kind of had a sword story, and I arc welded something into that story, and that's going to be done, and then they're just going to go on with the adventure. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a smooth fit. Now, here's some things you got to remember when you're doing something like that. You have to have your base story. Now, if you want to use a base story as a, a module as a base story, that's great. But I'd rather use something original, like the 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 PCs right now are trying to find the kidnapped clan, the the son of the Celtic clan, the the chief of the clan. His son is going missing. That's the whole that's the whole premise. So you can go anywhere with that as long as the clues lead to where they're supposed to lead. And I wouldn't carry it on too long. 
that's the thing about certain stories. Most stories, you have to have a pace to them. And also, don't be a Lord of the Rings. Don't be a, like, you know, ending fatigue. I appreciate what Peter Jackson did at the end of the Lord of the Rings, that last half hour or so, where people are going, why isn't it going to end? Well, that's because that's, he's trying to be true to the books. And including, he tried to include as much of the books in all three films as possible. And yes, some things had to get cut, some things had to get rearranged a bit, but it's all there, including the ending. Tolkien had a habit of dragging stuff out too. People who read the books know. And it was, it, it, it just took a long time. Let me put it that way. So you got to have some kind of idea of beginning, middle, and end. You, to me, I like to think of where I want them to end up, like a, I don't even mean a, a denouement, I mean like a climactic fight or whatever, and then I work backwards from there. So your base story, preferably, is your own. And then, as you go along, if you want to weld something to it like another module or something or so you don't even have to have first of all think of the module as a good idea think of it as parts and parts as parts i would have to have i want to say at least two modules to work from but one will do i've only done it one at a time and you gotta first of all you gotta pick a module or some other pre-written thing, like a one-page dungeon stuff, and look at it and go, is this a good fit? If this is for another game or another edition of this game or something like this, try to choose something that's compatible with the game you're running, or as close as possible. Like, I couldn't take anything out of, say, Rollmaster or Fantasy Hero for D&D without doing a lot of work. And you're trying to keep the work as minimal as possible. Remember, remember, this is the lazy DM right here, me. (laughs) So... What you have to do is you have to find something that's as close as possible to what you're running or adaptable to what you're running. You know, if it's just a matter of, okay, I'm using Descending Armor class and the module I want to use or whatever from it is Ascending Armor class, no problem. That's easy to convert. I can, I can, some people can do that on the fly. I've been able to do that on the fly before. I just sort of figure in my head. And there's a lot of figuring in your head, too. And also, if you have a module that has something neat in it, you don't have to use the whole thing. And if you have something that's totally 180 as far as system rules go, you can use the overall... You can use the idea and come up with something on your own. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm... I'm the the characters have been led to this place called the Mouth of Doom. Well, the Mouth of Doom is a part of Frog God's Rapanathuk, which is I have the Swords and Wizardry version, which is great because it has both both ascending and descending armor class stats there, so I can just choose whichever one I want. Now, here's the thing: when you choose something, try and Try And if it's something specific, this just could be an episode within the campaign. That's why the cattle drive was. It's great to like, you can, you can plug stuff in along the way because they're all going, they have, you already have the, 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 the climax, you know, the beginning one is kind of flexible, but the ending scenario always stays the same. 
because that's that's the main job. That's the end of the arc right there. So anywhere in between, you can plug stuff in, and you don't have to plug stuff in for everything. Like I said, the mouth of doom is part of Repanathuk. I'm not going to throw in a Repanathuk. I just want to throw them in the mouth of doom. I figured, well, I'll probably be running this a lot at North Texas RPG Con, so I'm going to throw this in here to see how my players do. And they're doing rather well so far. Now, the thing is, if you've got a rule system or a world or a campaign world that has a certain feeling, you've got to kind of massage or adjust whatever you put in there to make it feel like what it's doing. Like right now, Rapanathuk is basically basic. It's, it's a D&D, you know, Swords and Wizardry, D&D. So everybody knows what D&D is like. Well, I'm using an Astonishing Swordsman and Sorcerers of Hyperborea. I'm kind of lucky because that's based on first edition AD&D, which is very, very close. And so what I have to do is I have to change a few things as far as description and feel and things like that. Like instead of Rapanathuk, I believe the entrance was like this giant like dwarven mouth or whatever. And so I changed it into a... See, I wanted to introduce Orcus into Hyperborea. And so what I did was I made the... I made the... I made the temple, the Mouth of Doom, an old, an old snake man temple to Yig that the that the Orcus guy worshippers took over. So you'll see the opening is going to be a giant snake head, but it looks like it's been defaced. Things like that. If there's a temple in there, it's going to be defaced. You're going to see other things. Uh, statues defaced. You're going to be carved on the wall. You know, Orcus is king or whatever. And, you know, you're going to find traces of that. And that's what I'm trying to do. I look over the scenarios. Okay, how can I change this? And you also got to pay attention to, like, how's it stocked? If you want to leave it the way it is, that's fine. When people run Mouth of Doom for Frog God, they encourage them to put their own, do their own thing, rewrite it, add things, subtract things. So you have that. So you basically got to kind of massage it into your world, and some are easier to massage than others. So you've got to take that into account. If it's just totally 180, you you know you you can convert anything to anything. It's just the, it's a matter of how much work you want to put into it. It really is. So we've got that going for it. And also, as far as picking things to add to your scenario, if you're going to arc weld something, try and find some, try and find as sandboxy a module or scenario as possible. Because like in the Castles and Crusades thing, I, I had the Caves of Chaos right there. They fought through some of that. They got out of there. Then they got the guy got kidnapped by pirates. So Isle of Dread, Isle of Dread was perfect because it's a sandbox. You can do anything you want with it. I had Rakasta riding T-Rexes and fighting them. I had the pirate ship there. I had, you know, it had I didn't really get into what's going on on Isle of Dread other than their what they were there to do is to rescue the guy. I give the pirates a ship. And then they find out that the PCs find out that we, they got him back, but they found out he was kidnapped by. Uh, I see. I have uh, I have Bluffside in my world, and I use Bluffside in Castles and Crusades, and I just sort of 
like okay one of the one of the council on bluffside put the pirates up to kidnap this because he's into technology he's the the gnome this gnome inventor is the guy who invented the steampunk technology most of the steampunk technology they have in that world he's the one who came up with guns not black powder guns but but more like air rifle guns and steam cannons. The pirates were f- equipped with steam cannons, and they had these flintlock pistols that were mechanical. And, you know, the, the the rifles were like like pellet guns. They were like BB guns, and the pistols were like you crank them up, boom, you know, that kind of thing. So, so there was a guy who decided, oh, he's coming up with this technology. I'm going to kidnap him, make him work for me, so I can be, so I can have like the exclusive rights on this, and blah 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 blah. Anyway, the story didn't get that far. We lost a, we lost one of our players to tragedy a uh, while after that, and so we were playing that, and we were playing a Savage Worlds pulp game, and just like, okay, this is over, fine. But anyway. That that's the kind of thing you want to do when you arc weld. I may talk about this later. I don't know. But in the meantime, there you go. I'm going to go start my day. And if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, uh, oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Drop me an email. Or you can drop me a voicemail at Anchor, and we are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you can support this program. And I would thank you. And thank you again, thank you, Jonathan and Oliver, for, for helping support this program. I thank you. So until I see you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. (laughs) 